I'm Summer Falgiano, and you're tuned in to Badasses in Tech. This week, we're joined by Colin Bender, creator of the Vulnerability Challenge. He's here to explain his journey into vulnerability, along with the benefits of opening up at work. Growing up, like, like elementary school, high school, everything was pretty okay. I mean, I was like every other kid trying to fit in find my way in high school. Um, after high school, going to university, I was completely lost. Mm-hmm. Um, really was, was not prepared for the quote unquote real world. Um, and I went through extremely like really like bad breakup um, that sent me in a kind of a whirlwind. And, you know, I started kind of partying and I guess masking my insecurities with partying each day, um, you know, each weekend kind mm-hmm. of thing. And yeah, it was a lot like some, some, some tough relationships and ups and lots of ups and downs of that kind of lifestyle. Um, university was a challenge. Uh, but, uh, eventually I kind of started to find myself in yoga. And so yoga, I was searching for ways to kind of heal that wasn't just through, um, uh, through, through like drinking and like yeah. self-medicating really. devices. devices yeah. yeah so yoga was kind of the first thing that came to mind and I had some close friends and I was uh, that I would open up to and share some of my struggles with just feeling really insecure I think you know and but usually it was women that I was able to kind of open up to mm-hmm. and I felt more comfortable opening up to them but uh over time you know uh I started getting a little bit more into yoga and then gradually into personal development and so i started going to like different personal development events and um one of them led to this event called masters of the universe summit Mm -hmm. and it's put on by this guy named mark groves who has a really kind of a huge following on instagram and and i was really inspired by him and and i would follow his his messages and his post every day and I'd feel like I'm not alone and I could learn from his, his post. And, and then I went there and I was super inspired and felt open. And I was like, you know, all the people there were so warm and I kind of felt like I, you know, I kind of found my people and I found mm-hmm. my place. And so when it, and this was like just over, this was just over three years ago when I went to that event. Um, and when I left that event, I shared my kind of first vulnerable post mm. and it was about uh, my ex-girlfriend's daughter, who I had a really close relationship with. And after we broke up, we were still close. Mm-hmm. And there was some people in my social circle kind of wondering why I'm still hanging out with uh, my ex-girlfriend's daughter when we're no longer in a relationship. So I decided to address that on social media. And I started to share as because she's, you know, uh, I'm a father figure to her. I had this beautiful connection with her because, uh, yeah, there was just so many reasons. And I just shared this open, warm post about how much I loved her or I love her. I still love her. Um, (laughs) And that received a huge response uh, of like likes and loves and comments. And so the next day I shared another post about my story, story and about how my identity has changed over the years and how I was associated with being kind of a preppy. And then I got into kind of grunge music and then punk rock music. And then, I was like metrosexual and then I decided I was like a yogi or slash businessman and I didn't really know and you know all these different identities and I shared a post about that and same thing a huge response from from my friends and people um so from there I decided 
what I was going to do was called the vulnerability challenge. And for 30, I just kind of came up with that. Um, and for 30 days, I was going to share my pain, shame, fears, love, joy. And, and that's what I did. Yeah. And so I created a, a following of people um, that were following it every single day and started to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And there, it was really resonating with them. And there was like strangers that wanted to talk to me and meet me for coffee, coffee and talk to and share some of the experiences that they had with them, you know, anxiety and feeling insecure and things that they related to and resonated mm-hmm. with. And so, um, yeah, it was just like, it, I, I kind of felt like it was bigger than me. Yeah. So I decided to um, start a site and a profile, Instagram profile on Facebook and and, and encourage other people to participate. And it was a long between that. There was people nearby that were participating and then people all over the world. That's amazing. All over the U.S., Canada, England, Brazil, all these different countries that are doing the vulnerability challenge. So I could go on. Um, there's definitely, a, I, I, I could continue the story, but yeah. if you, maybe I want to well, let you. No, I think it's a, it's a really important topic. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think it's very it's very brave of you to to go online and, and share share those feelings. I, I feel like, um, and maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a woman. I, I live in San Francisco, and um, mm-hmm. I am in I feel like an environment where it's business all day long, and you know, you you there's a lot of decisions that need to be made, and um, you cannot show any emotion, or or if you do, it's oh, she doesn't know what she's doing or she doesn't know, uh, she's not confident or mm-hmm. oh, she she's too wound up with something else to be fully present and fully here. I guess I'm mm-hmm. talking more from like a work setting, right? So mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's, it's an important topic to shed light on and it's great to hear and I'm sure you were very surprised um, with the amount of, of response that you got um, so is there any, could you share a little bit more about that? What were, what were some of the, I guess, common, um, comments that people were saying? Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was all really supportive. Um, you know, and, and just people relating to the feelings, like it was just a really, um, you know, a feeling of that I'm not alone that other people share that too, because I know when we're in like dark spaces or not feeling good, it's easy to feel isolated and, and, and feel like we are the only ones feeling that way. So, um, you know, I, I shared posts about me being on medication for anxiety because I actually, because that was something I, I had to do. Mm-hmm. And when I shared that post, I remember like pressing click and then like tears rolling down my eyes as I released that to the world. And, uh, but yeah, it was like, there was no negative response right. it was all positive and i mean perhaps there was people thinking it in the background but they weren't gonna they weren't gonna they weren't gonna i think the only thing is like people some some people might have thought it was a bit too much for them uh you know and they maybe stopped following me or something because they didn't want to but that was okay I, I i noticed my friends changed a lot actually like i attracted certain people yeah to, yeah, I'd love to hear what what do you think, you know, once you kind of put yourself out there, what were some of the benefits that you experienced in your life? You know, you mentioned your your friends kind of maybe switched their, their attitude or, or maybe kind of saw you in a different way. 
what would you say are some other benefits to just kind of, you know, not worrying so much about what everyone else thinks and, and just being you and, and putting yourself out there? Yeah. I mean, if I think back when I, when I was first doing it, um, I felt like really this sense of liberation of freedom and I felt like connected to everyone, including like the Starbucks baristas. And like, you know, I just had this sense of connection to people uh, that I hadn't felt in a long time. And, um, but yeah, I, I kind of like, and this was like a, maybe a slow process process that started before that when I started getting more into yoga and trying to be a little more aware. Some of my old friends were kind of drifting where I was, it was just party, party, party before, right? So, but as I did the vulnerability challenge, yeah, I think my I just started attracting people that really supported me and really led me to my life. Um, and like full circle, like moment, I, so, that event I went to called Masters of the Universe mm -hmm. last summer, so it would have been two years after I first went to it, he invited me to come speak at it. So it was in front of like 200 people. I went up and shared, shared my story and, and shared the vulnerability challenge and how that came to be and received a standing ovation. And like, it was like my biggest fear. Like when I was in university, I would like do everything I could possibly think of to get out of public speaking. Right. It would feel like I was like having an outer body experience uh, when I had to go up and talk in front of people. So for me to go do that, I felt like I won the Super Bowl, and like so that was. And to continue, yeah, that that theme. My now partner, uh, who I just had a baby with. Yeah, congratulations. She, yeah, thank you. <laughs> she had followed. She'd followed uh, Mark Groves, and we had went to high school together, but we hadn't seen each other in fifteen years. And, I live in Vancouver Island. She was living in Minnesota at the time. Mm -hmm. And she reached out to me saying, it was curious about what I was doing and speaking on the stage and told me that she was moving home. Uh, as soon as I wanted to kind of connect with like-minded people and people that are into personal development. Yeah. So we got chatting on the phone and when she moved back, we hung out and within a week of us uh getting together we got pregnant so there you go so <laughs> being vulnerable really it just lends all these different benefits love family yeah. career success that's awesome I, I i think it's i really do i i so if they're you know i'm thinking about our listeners um mm -hmm. if there are some that you know maybe are struggling with similar experiences or similar feelings um can you give them some tips and advice on how to kind of release the, that anxiousness and, and really tap into their vulnerability? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely uh, try. I mean, I think everybody's different. I think, mm -hmm. I think sharing online and social, I mean, a lot of people did it, but I don't think it's for everyone. Um, and I would definitely recommend Brene Brown. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of Brene Brown and, and her books, uh, Daring Greatly okay. and the Power, the Power of Vulnerability. Uh, TED talk but um I think that definitely need to reach out to somebody I mean if, if you're struggling with any kind of mental illness or uh, you know even if it's not even quote-unquote a mental illness because I don't really like that negative connotation but if it's if it's anxiety or depression and I think all of us do from time to time stress, stress um yeah. but to reach out to somebody somebody that's kind of close to you that you can trust that um um, because if I did learn one thing, we can overshare. So I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I would never recommend people kind of share their open wounds on social media or with, uh, with anybody. Those kind of stories are, 
are best to share with people that um, you trust and are close to you. And if you can't, if you can't think of somebody that has um, that you really trust enough to share your shame stories with, mm-hmm. um, then there's no shame in going to see like a counselor mm-hmm. or or a, a coach or somebody that's professional professional to hold space with you, for you or any sort of support group. I definitely think it's um, yeah, it's it, there's there's the stigma around any of that's um, BS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Totally. And yoga. Uh, a couple other things to get in yeah. touch with yourself. Yoga, if you want to go to yoga or meditation, um, getting in touch with yourself, going out in nature. I mean, those are anything to kind of get yourself a little more quiet. Yeah. And try to just listen to yourself, either focus on yourself breathing or going to a yoga class, uh, ways to kind of get more present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying. It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned meditation. I probably within the past two weeks have been really trying to kind of implement that practice. And I'm, I realize now why they call it a practice. I mm. just sit there and I feel like a minute has passed and it's maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. I don't think I can like my, I can't get my thoughts. They're just all over the place. Yeah. It, yeah. It is a challenge. And especially in this day and age with so many, so much input. Yeah. How, yeah. so help me how, what is your, what is your method to meditate? Um, yeah, for a while I did this meditation called transcendental meditation, okay. which is um, I found it easier than most because it was just more about letting go. Um, but you need to, like, it costs a lot of money to learn that. It's like this okay. really expensive thing to learn. I'll, I'll do some Googling, see what I can do. Yeah, lots of, celebr- lots of celebrities do it. But right now I just kind of like, I just sit still and just even if I'm just sitting still for 20 minutes, and I don't I don't get too concerned about the thoughts. Okay. Um, I just focus on my breath. I don't really and um, if thoughts come in, I just let them pass. Mm. Try, try not to control it too much. Mm-hmm. We can just even just sit silently for 20 minutes and not grab our phone or not uh, put on the TV or, or just kind of even just sit. Mm-hmm. That, that that's helpful, I think. Yeah. And I know you recently started or, you know, you, you joined a, a company fairly recently. Um, what are your thoughts on or what's your experiences rather on bringing this this vulnerability and, and kind of having that be uh, what you're known for? What how, how have that how has that benefited you in the workplace? Well, I think it's the reason I got this job. Um, so, yeah. Previously, I was working in a sales job for like nine years with a more a traditional sales company, um, large company, and it served me well for quite a while. But the past few years, I wasn't. I was looking for a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just and then as I was doing this this work online and stuff, I was you know I was actually just happened to be in the beach one day, and I and a friend walked by, and I told them I was. He told me he's like, oh, I see you everywhere on social media. Oh my gosh! And I told him that I was, uh, you know, considering a job change. And he told me about this his company, this company that he worked for for the last eight years called Thought Exchange. And so, I um, I got he landed. He, I got an interview with them, and it was just like a match made in heaven because they, we actually talk about like in the training package. It's like Brene Brown and the vulnerability. It's like part of like 
their training. And then we actually have, so part of thought exchange is we have, um, every Friday we have like these group, these, uh, zoom calls okay. with the entire sales tech team. And we're, we go around the, the horn and we share what's going on for us both personally and professionally. So it's very transparent, yeah. vulnerable organization. And during the interview process, they like my sales experience, but they were way more excited about the vulnerability challenge yeah. that, I, that I created that movement. So I think not only did it be opening up, and it's not just the vulnerability challenge, but the fact that I was able to open up and express myself um, not only attracted my partner, now I have a baby, and this job where I feel uh, super blessed to be part of this, like, the startup that's like doing some amazing things in the yeah. world and uh, it just feels like a match made in heaven. So I'm pretty, yeah, I'm excited to get out of my show. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like things are, yeah, that definitely sounds like a, a perfect match. I, I'd love to kind of, um, you mentioned there's that meeting. Everyone goes around the horn and really shares their, their most vulnerable moments. I, I think that's really important, especially when um, you know you're you're collaborating and working with these people, and it's really all about like yes, you want to get something done, but it's really I, I find that it's more important and, and easier to get something done with a team that you that you know well uh, on a personal and professional level. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes it's not always that easy to, and, and maybe I'm making it a big deal, but I, I couldn't imagine sitting and saying okay let's get vulnerable today so for for those people who want to get vulnerable and maybe mm -hmm. aren't in an environment that they feel comfortable to do mm -hmm. to be vulnerable mm -hmm. what are your what would you say what's your advice for them to, to connect with the people that that are in their lives yeah um i mean even in that group that we have i, I mean people are not sharing everything um because it is kind of a large group and it's not like mm. we're all super tight. Um, we work in like pods that pods like, of like four people and we're a lot tighter. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, but we do have a company coach that we can lean on to. So okay. that's, that's where I would get really vulnerable. But if you're not, if you don't have that kind of environment and you want to be vulnerable, I think the way to do it would be to start sharing just some small things, like maybe not sharing everything because you don't want to sometimes I, I've definitely done it I've overshared many times going through this process where I felt like oh shit uh I think Brene Brown calls it a vulnerability hangover right. where like I feel like I overshared and I feel like oh why did I and say then you're that? like oh wh what are they thinking like yeah, yeah I regretted that but I mean how do you know when you overshared like how do you know where that boundary is you kind of kind of cross it a couple times before you realize where it is so I think that if you even feel like you could perhaps open up to somebody, you can start sharing a few things, see how they respond, um, and then go from there. Because I think that you'd be able to tell if there's somebody that's safe to, to open up mm -hmm. to based on their reaction, whether they're, if they're compassionate, empathetic, mm -hmm. if they're really trying to relate with you and, and, and not try to fix you. Cause you don't, that's, that's what we don't want to do when we if people are sharing their right. pain and we don't want to try to fix them and feel like there's something wrong with them does that yeah. make sense no it does i i feel like mm -hmm. i mean i'm i feel like i'm one of those people that if somebody comes to me with you know something that they're battling with or or if they have a thought that they just can't quite figure out my instinct is 
have you tried this? Have you tried that? Like, mm-hmm. I want to help them. But to your point, it's probably more important and probably more what they want to hear is, is just for me to listen, just to kind of let them go. Yeah, yeah it's hard to do. Uh, hard to, but yeah, I think that's probably the best approach in most cases, unless they ask specifically for help, I think. Yeah. Um, depending on the relationship, too. There's nothing black and white, but yeah. Right. Especially about feelings, it can get very, <laughs> yeah. can get very gray with when you're dealing with feelings and emotions. So, well, Colin, this has been great, and and I like I said before, I think you know keep it up, keep praising everything there is about being vulnerable. You know, you you mentioned earlier you have this brand new baby. Um, how are you gonna commit yourself, just knowing that your time is a lot limited, right? I could only imagine your time is a lot more limited. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, how are you going to commit yourself to, to staying vulnerable, um, in the middle of all these life changes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think as I, yeah, I mean, this job that I have now, I mean, we're constantly getting pushed and challenged to like get out of our comfort zone. So I think mm-hmm. anytime that we're facing something that that's really unknown and we're doing it anyway, that's putting ourselves in a vulnerable situation. So I think that we're always, vulnerable every day and this job's definitely pushing me um having a fairly new relationship with a new baby and 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 diving deep into love and um having those tough conversations like continually communicating with my partner Mm -hmm. um, is something that i am gonna continue to to do because that's how i have a healthy relationship so that's the kind of the work i'm doing now uh the vulnerability challenge has been going for three years and I, I feel like the chapter is kind of closing a bit for, for me at this time. I, I still have passion about it. I just, it just isn't a number one priority right. that I have a, a new baby, a job that's very demanding as, as, as I don't know, a lot of these listeners may work for startups and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty, uh, it's exciting, but it's also quite, quite a lot. And then, yeah. yeah so but I may come back to that chapter. There's one thing I did want to mention too that was part of the vulnerability challenge before we yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I did take it offline too. I really wanted to take it offline. So we, we created this thing called TVC Tribes. And I originally had this plan, this, this like vision that I wanted these tribes to pop up all over the world. And, and who knows, I, I may come back to it, but um, the, the tribe was basically, we met every week um, I had a group of about 10 to 15 people that, and we met every week and we just like started with a quick meditation and then we started sharing openly and, and providing supportive and like loving feedback. And then we ended with a big group hug and we did that every week for, for a year. And it was kind of this like mainstream vulnerability. Like you don't need to be an alcoholic or have s- s- certain issue to be part of a support group. We're just, you know, every human has stuff they need to deal with. Yeah. And so my 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 vision was to have these tribes pop up every, everywhere so that everyone would have um would feel kind of okay to be themselves because yeah, a support system yeah so so yeah that, that that that's that's the vision and the dream and like i say it's it's taken a bit of a backseat right now but i'm sure who knows what will happen thanks for listening to today's episode to hear more Check out our website, badassesintech.com, and join our community. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So follow us and tune in next week. That about sums it up. 
I'm Summer Falgiano, and this is Badasses in Tech.